Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, here we are. We are at the 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time. And this Sunday in our Gospel, we are going to hear about the rich man. And there's definitely a juxtaposition going on here with the past few weeks about hearing about Jesus placing a child in their midst, placing a child in their midst, and placing, placing an older person in everybody's midst and seeing this happen. So our gospel this weekend comes from Mark 10, 17 through 30. Just so I just want to encourage you to call upon the Holy Spirit, have some friends around you. Don't do this Bible study alone as you prepare for Sunday Mass. And always be asking yourself, who can I invite personally to Mass, to help them encounter the person of Jesus, to pray with. You just never know who's out there who's struggling, who may look like they have it all together, or have had just a horrible week and is looking for that little nudge on the shoulder to come back to confession, to come back to the sacramental life of the church. Will you be that instrument of God's peace? So pray to the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to place someone in your midst before you and have the courage just to invite them. Hey, would you like to come to Mass with me this Sunday or Saturday. And your persistence will bear much fruit. So our Gospel this Sunday is Mark 10, 17-30, which begins with, As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your mother and father. He replied and said to them, Teacher, all of these I have observed observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You are lacking in one thing. Go and sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this statement, His face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said to themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus said to them, looked at them and said to them, For human beings it is impossible, but for God it is not. All things are possible for God. Peter began to say to him, We have given up everything and followed you. Jesus said, Amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up a house or brothers or sisters, or mother, or father, or children, or lands, for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. So when we look at this gospel reading, let us just remind ourselves that this man is wealthy, He has many material possessions and he humbles himself by kneeling at Jesus' feet. He actually runs 
up to Jesus. So there's a lot of good things happening here. And I think that the biggest thing we have to look at in this particular gospel is he asks the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Or what you and I should be asking, what do I have to do to be saved, to be safe from hell and to be safe in Christ Jesus and his mystical body, the church? And he, Jesus says, you know, have you kept the commandments, right? And he goes through the commandments and he says, I've observed all of these from my youth, which is good. But Jesus looks at him and loved him. Are you able to receive the loving gaze of Jesus? Not that he looks at you in your shame, in your guilt, in your sin, but he looks at you as a son or a daughter of the Father. And he is just at awe with you. Can you receive that loving gaze? Because in that loving gaze, without judging this rich man who had many possessions, Jesus says, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. So the question is, what are you and I holding on to? An image I want to give you as we look at this particular gospel is to give whatever you have to Jesus and place it in his hands. What are you afraid to give him? Is it psychological, material, emotional, sexual, you name it, intellectual? What are you afraid to give to Jesus? And are there, is there anybody who you know who is poor, who the Lord is asking you to give things away to? And knowing that your treasure, my treasure is in heaven. Not that Jesus is saying material items are bad, but are we attached to them? And many things, or even people in our family, we have to give to Jesus and surrender to them and place them in his hands. And then once we trust Jesus with them, he'll give them back to us because we're detached. And then just see the man, the rich man, fall, falls away from the people and his face fell. Because... Following Jesus is tough. It's carrying a cross. It's detaching from the things of the world and placing all of your wealth, all your possessions, all of your bets on him. But then Jesus looks around and says to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And then his disciples were amazed at these words. Just imagine their faces being like, what did you just say, Jesus? He even says even further, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. And that is saying, like, the image there is there were, if you were in a castle or an area of protection, there was a wall and there was a hole for people to pass in and out of, but camels could not pass through that. They would try to. And they, he used that image of saying, you must be disciplined. You must be practicing asceticism to follow me. And they say, well, who can be saved? Because just think about you and I today. How many people say everyone goes to heaven? Well, not according to the gospel today. But know that Jesus will never give you more than you can handle. He even says for human beings, it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. And then are we like Peter? Are we, are we able to say, Lord, I've given up everything to follow you. 
is the Lord calling you to recommit or to make that first step in committing to giving up everything to follow him? Because he'll give it all back to you. Trust me, he will. He'll give it all back to you. But he wants you to be detached. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be free from worrying about finances. He wants you to be free from worrying about material items such as your cell phone or your house or your car. Let him be Lord. Let him be Savior. Let him take care of all of your stuff. And if you let him, you'll receive. You'll not receive a hundred times more in this present age. So he's going to bless you. Is what he'll do, and he'll let you know that you know all the stuff on earth. It's for the earth. You can't bring a U-Haul with you to heaven. But will you bring souls with you? Will you bring people? To Jesus, because he's going to ask each of us at the end of our lives, who did you bring with me, with you, <laughs> to me? Will we come with tons of people when we die that we propose the gospel to, invited into intentional discipleship of Jesus with? Or will we just say, yeah, I, I went to church on Sunday, Jesus. But he said, well, I gave you my word. I gave you homilies, I gave you petitions, I gave you family, I gave you my body and blood, soul and divinity in the Eucharist. And did you share that with anyone? Be not afraid to receive the loving gaze of Jesus and to remain on your knees in front of your God and Lord. For if he is Lord, that means he is in control of everything. What is he calling you to surrender? What is he calling you to give him? Because when you trust him with it, he'll give it back to you once you're detached. That's the whole point of this whole gospel. Will you run to Jesus this Saturday or Sunday when you go to Mass? Will you kneel down before him and ask him, what do I got to give up, Lord? What do I have to give up to inherit eternal life? What do I have to give up to be saved? I know it's not possible for me alone, but with you, Lord, all things are possible. The song I'm going to play to you is called Jesus, You Are All That I Need by Joe Zambone. And this song is related also to John 4 with the woman of the gospel where she leaves everything at the well, which you and I are called to leave everything at the feet of Jesus and walk and make a change. Give him your sins. Give him everything that is holding you back from being an intentional disciple who is on fire with the love of Jesus. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, you're all that I need. I need you, Lord, I need you.